Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Outkick the coverage live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Uh, it could not have gone worse could not have gone worse for somebody's ex in the world of sports. Uh, we will get to that here uh, coming up in uh, just a couple of moments from now, or excuse me, 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, but Jeff Schwartz, uh, we've got uh, obviously football this week. We got the Hall of Fame game. We got some Olympic stuff going on. We got the NBA free agency. We're going to catch up with Chris Mannix later on in the show. Um, we don't, you and I are not trying to you know hand out bad news here to start the show. That's not the way we want to start anybody's week. But the Carson Wentz story feels like it's kind of bad news. I don't know about you. This feels like a problem. Uh, he feels a, a twinge in, or a, a tweak or whatever you want to uh, t- describe it as in his foot at practice towards the end of last week. Uh, they go into the weekend, not really sure. Uh, they're uh, just kind of, you know, well, you know, maybe it's surgery. Maybe it's not surgery. We don't think it's serious. Uh, no timetable for his return. And now the latest is he is going to put off surgery. They're going to try and rest and rehab it and then see where we're at in about a week from now but as it stands right now no Carson Wentz for the Indianapolis Colts and I just got a bad feeling about this whole situation you should have a bad feeling about it because how often do we hear about athletes putting off surgery and then two or three weeks later boom we have surgery months later right we see this in baseball all the time with with Tommy Johns right I'm gonna rest and rehab my elbow and then two months later they're going under the knife right this feels like a situation where um, where getting an operation done sooner than later would allow him to play at some point this season, earlier earlier than not, right? And look, and maybe we're all wrong. Maybe the rest and recovery is really the way to go, but um, it doesn't feel that way, right? A lot of people feel like this is a little doom and gloomy, which it probably is if you're a Colts fan, but we've also seen the history, though, in, in, in Indianapolis of doing this, right, with, with, with Peyton Manning, uh, with downplaying injuries, with Andrew Luck through his entire career, right? Kind of downplaying injuries, yep. trying to play through the pain, not getting the operation, not not taking the time you need to to get healthy. And this team, Jonas, is built to win now, right? Yep. With the roster they have, with some of the contracts they're about to give out to Quentin Nelson, they just paid their right tackle. Um, so they have to figure out how to get him back on the field as soon as possible. And this is not the way to do it, in my opinion. Most, I think, I think most feel, Jonas, right, that this is a a major injury and rest and rehab is not the way to go here. Get this fixed and get back on the field as soon as possible. And also too, you know, Carson Wentz when he is good. And I think this year, um, good is a stretch for him. I think average would be good, right? I mean, if you go here's the thing about, about Carson Wentz, 
He was the worst quarterback in the NFL last year. There's no arguments about it. Yeah, you can't make an terrible. argument otherwise. The worst starting quarterback. And, and you could you blame whoever you want, but he was the worst one. If if he goes Jonas from the worst in the NFL to average, that's a huge jump in one yeah. year. Huge jump in Agreed. one year. So all those people that think, oh, he's going to be elite now with Frank Reich. No, no, no. Maybe in year two. But and I, I actually have doubts that's ever going to be the case. His, his 2017 season was was such an outlier to the rest of his career. Um, if you look at the numbers in the red zone and third down, the rest of his career feels like the norm. So yeah, this is going to set him back because he can't move. Right When he plays well, part of what he can do is move in the pocket, get out the pocket and make plays. We see all really most quarterbacks outside of, of, of Tom Brady uh, be able to move outside the pocket and make plays. If your foot is messed up, you can't move in the pocket. Like You're setting yeah. him up for failure by putting him in a situation where he has to play with a bum foot. And it's not like this happened in a game. It's not like this happened in a preseason game. It was at a practice. He stepped back wrong, and he felt it pop. And and when and, and look, when you feel anything pop, I've suffered one knee injury or one major injury. I dislocated my kneecap. I heard something pop. All right, like I, like when you feel something pop, it's probably not good. And so to, to hear that, and then there and and I look, and this is a massive year for him based on what happened last year. And you're 100 percent correct. He was the worst starting quarterback in the NFL, and it wasn't even close uh, anybody that tries to dispute that wasn't watching the NFL last year but I, I also think at some point uh, this is just who he is uh, he's been injured every step of the way like yeah. if you we can talk about 2017 we can talk about uh, the the next year when he tried to come back and then they ended up having to go to Nick Foles to finish out the season uh, and, and they went to the playoffs again he gets to a playoff game uh, you call it a, a dirty hit whatever you want to call it against uh, the Seattle Seahawks Jadevian Clowney knocks him out of the game uh, and they've got to bring in a uh, McCown to finish the game at like 40 years old he's got one leg because his hamstring blew uh, and it ripped off the bone completely they had nobody else to go to but you even go back to his rookie season jeff he got injured and and i think he missed all of of, of uh, preseason I, I think he missed at least all m- majority if not all of preseason because he suffered an injury then the injuries are just who he is yeah. and at some point it, like it's it's not that you're trying to pick on the guy that's just part of his story I'm very sensitive to this injury-prone tag because that was the tag I had when I played in the NFL. And I, you know, I was I was very injured. I was the first starter in NFL history to go on IR twice in one season. I wish I, I should have a plaque for that somewhere. No kidding. Um, and uh, and it, the, the the part that that really is irritating if you're a player is a lot of times. So there's there's two injuries, right? There's there's two types. There's the the on the field injury, right? Yeah, I broke my leg, okay. Um, uh, twice. I dislocated my, my big toe another time. Um, on the field injuries, okay? They happen in a game. It just happens, right? Bad luck. Just bad luck. And then there's the injuries, the, the, the training injuries, right? The, the, the blown hamstring or the groin or something else where you just, you know, probably didn't train well enough or you weren't in shape or, or you didn't eat properly or, or whatever else. So those injuries, you know, they, they're, they're awful, but you can maybe out-train those injuries, right? You 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 decide to to change your diet, or you decide to to you know, to train differently. It's really in basketball. Anthony Davis is the best yes. example, right? Or a guy who yep. who um, who everyone says like, you know what? Probably needs to train a little bit better, right? Okay, so. But but these injuries with Carson Wentz though aren't training injuries, right? Busting your foot, your ACL during a game, and those are, are the toughest because again, that's just a luck issue, right? Like I I I. I can't out-train a broken leg because seven people fell on my leg, right? Like, I can't – there's nothing I could do about that. My, yeah. My brother played um, – uh, he's still a free agent, but he uh, you know, he played like 8,000 snaps in a row without missing a snap. And when you ask him about it, when people have asked him, like, hey, how come your brother was always hurt and you were not? He, goes, he said, it's just luck. It's just luck. Like, yeah. it's not like Mitch training different than I did. Um, it just was luck. And so if you're Carson Wentz, you have to be feeling it this morning because, again, like, you didn't do anything. You you got out of Philly. I'm sure you're excited to play in a new offense. Everyone's looking to you as being the reason why the Colts have a chance to win their division. I, I don't think they're an AFC contender with Wentz at quarterback, but I was looking forward to seeing if he was going to make that jump to just be an average quarterback this season. And I think now, Jonas... There's almost no chance he's good this year. He's going to be hobbled in the pocket, even if he comes back to play. 
he's most likely going to have surgery at some point, which takes him down for a large part of the season. So he'll miss yeah. all of training camp, right, if he, if he has surgery. He'll come back at some point this year and be hobbled. This is a complete wasted year for him. Yeah, it's and it's a tough spot. And also, this was the year in which a lot of people looked at it and said, and you mentioned the offensive line uh, with Quentin Nelson and company going, man, he's finally going to have uh, that great offensive line like he had him back in 2017. He's finally going to have this and they've got Jonathan Taylor and they've got and then this happens. And and that's that's a division that I mean, look, th- that was up for grabs. That was there for the taking. Tennessee added Julio Jones. But we've talked about this before on the show, which pissed off a lot of our national. Nashville fans, uh, just the awful Tennessee Titans defense from a year ago that was the issue. Um, and, and who knows whether or not Derrick Henry, the wear and tear, is going to be able to, uh, if he's going to be able to give it a go as many times as they're giving him the football next season. And then Jacksonville, nobody knows how that's going to work out with Urban Meyer. Houston's a disaster. Like, this felt like a golden opportunity. And, man, we're not, not even a week into training camp, and here we go again. Carson yeah. Wentz feels a pop, and he's out. And, and, you know, the, the hard part about all of this, right, is you know, the windows in the NFL open and close very fast if you don't have a Pat Mahomes or a Tom Brady, right? Yeah. The Chiefs obviously every year feel like they're going to be in it. Um, and so you're looking to your point, right? Tennessee, uh, defensively, they should be better. I mean, it's hard to be that bad again. They've added some pieces. <laughs> on deep, but I just don't. You know something about that. Like I don't, I don't really look at them as as Super Bowl contenders. I think I think they'll be a good team. But you know, the, the, your point, the Colts easily can win the division. Jacksonville will be better with Trevor Lawrence just getting better and, and throwing to to Tim Tebow, of course. Um, and Houston's <laughs> not going to be good for years, right? So it's kind of your window right now if you're the Colts to to make it happen. And you, this year's lost for them. It is absolutely lost for them. E- even if again. I just I can't imagine a situation where Wentz is hobbled during training camp, and there's, that helps him become a good player during the season. Right, I can't see it happen, especially with a guy whose confidence was certainly lacking in, in Philly, maybe in Indianapolis. It changes. I just I don't see it for them. So now you've wasted an entire year with with Carson Wentz, which again, wasting years of your quarterback in his prime is never good. No, and and look, and, and I, I was making the point when they made the move and they got Carson Wentz. I just asked the question: Is he an upgrade over Philip Rivers? No, like, like on, and that's the thing. And and people could say whatever they want about Philip Rivers. He was so much better than Carson Wentz last year. It's not even funny. Like it, like not they're not even weren't even in the same class. And and go back to that playoff game against Buffalo. They should have won. That game. Listen, yes, a couple of plays here or there, man. Uh, and it's not because I had money on Indianapolis. A couple of plays here or there in the Indianapolis culture winning that football game. And so this idea that Carson Wentz, you know, they had a major hole at quarterback and he's going to improve him. No, if anything, it was it was more of a lateral move to try and capitalize yeah. on the window that you pointed out that they have in front of them right now and now it's all lost you know the Wentz thing is pretty interesting because there's obviously some very ardent defenders of his play but it's hard to, to really defend most of his career I mean it has not been has not been as good and when we look at again third down and red zone in 2017 he was out of this world good, yep. right? Yep. And we've seen now in the subsequent years that those those have come back down, right? So his, his, his 2017 year is the outlier year of his career. And look, again, you can blame lack of wide receiver help. You can blame his injured offensive line. You can blame whatever you want, coaching, for those other years. But, you know, when you have four or five years, um, yeah, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Yeah, four or five years. I'll make sure the years right. Eagles fans or Carson Wentz fans get after me for liking <laughs> the years right on this. But when you have four or five years where we have one set of data and the other year you have another set of data, guys, the four or five years is the kind of ones we should go on, right? Like, yeah. I, I just, the, the defenders of Wentz, I don't think I paid attention to the rest of his career. Yeah, they've they've looked at the highlights, they've looked at the potential, and and they've not looked at at the reality of and the bulk of his career, which would indicate um, not nearly the impact player that many people think he is. And so the question becomes, what do they do at quarterback? Yeah, because they have a a win now team, right? They want to, and you have one under contract though, so you really there's only a couple options if you were going to go veteran here. And so I'm curious if we're going to see the Colts make a move at some point to bring in a veteran um, who they can get out of their deal after the season 
just to give them a chance to win this year because they're backups. Yeah. They're, they're not going with Jacob Easton or, or Sam Ellinger. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Uh, those are not the answers for them at quarterback. And they signed Brett Hundley. And, and, yeah, you that's know, not, I, also not I, their answer at quarterback. Yeah, so, so they've got uh, some <laughs> stuff to figure out here before the season. Uh, it is Outkick, the coverage here. Fox Sports Radio, Jonas Knox, Jeff Schwartz with you here. Coming up 10 minutes from now, um, Jeff uh, mentioned something earlier in the show uh, that he was witness to uh, at a party this weekend uh, that I think is just one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen in my life. Uh, <laughs> it is like it actually makes me nauseous just to think about all the uh, all the details in which uh, it goes into something like this that somebody would order at a party. Uh, and uh, we can get into that here uh, coming up in about 10 minutes from now. Just I, I, I just I saw it. And and could not believe that that was a real thing. Very, oh, very it's, bizarre. It's very real. Yeah, it's a very, very strange. By the way, um, you talk about a bad weekend for somebody's ex. So the Cubs go out and they trade Anthony Rizzo, Javi Baez, and Chris Bryant. Cornerstones well, of their quote-unquote dynasty. And all those guys in their first game with their teams hit home runs. <laughs> like, you got, like, it literally could not go any good. Like, imagine breaking Rizzo up with somebody. Two this weekend, yes. Too. Yeah, yeah he, he, he was awesome this weekend. Uh, your guy, Chris Bryant of your San Francisco Giants, he goes long. Uh, Javi Baez goes deep. Like, it, it's like finding out, hey, so what happened to, to your ex? Oh, she won the lotto. Oh, that's cool. Uh, like, I mean, it could not have gone worse uh, for the ex Cubs in that team. Uh, but your, uh, your, Giants uh, yes. rolling and uh, and Chris Bryan. How about that, Jeff Schwartz? I have waited a while to emotionally invest in the Giants being a playoff team because they're doing this with guys like Darren Ruff, Lamonte Wade Jr., um, you know, Mike Yastrzemski, Brandon Crawford's like having his best season of his career. Posey's hitting over 300. Um, and I, I've been waiting for them not to play well, and they're just they're not going to comply with that. Um, you know, they just had 10 games over two weeks against the Dodgers, seven against the Dodgers, three against the Astros. They went, they went seven and three and won all three series. Um, and uh, thank you to, to Kenley Jensen, by the way, for being a contributor <laughs> in those Giants wins. And I, I, I just I, I keep I keep waiting for them to not be good. Um, you know, Gosman, their all-star pitcher, has not been good last three starts. So maybe there's some uh, chicken in the armor there. But they just play good baseball, and and they hit they lead the I think majors and home runs right now, which is crazy. So I'm in, man. I'm invested. I'm, I, I'm three game lead. Let's do it. And I do think this is, uh, for those of you that are just uh, tuning in or have not heard um, uh, Jeff and don't know the backstory here. So Jeff's got an ongoing feud uh, with Danny G, our executive producer, and Roberto, our technical producer, because they are diehard Dodger fans. You are a Giants fan. And it's just always coincidental. Every time the Giants have a good weekend or are going on a little bit of a roll, either Danny or Roberto don't show up to work. And today, Roberto is nowhere to be found. He's he's no he's probably he you know, he probably over party last night because Mookie Betts was back. That's my guess. He was, yeah. <laughs> he was just so excited that that Mookie was back. Um, they had to play him in the second. They have, they have so many guys on their roster that are good and still can't be in first place because Mookie had to play second base last night. It's pretty sad <laughs> to be a Dodger fan right they've now. They've been moving guys around because they've been so injured. So once they get healthy, Jeff, your Giants oh, are I, in trouble. I feel really sorry since the Giants are missing their first baseman, their third baseman. They missed their catcher for three weeks. Roberto, uh, by the way, shortstop for six weeks. Is in Ari- we'll get that in the fifth hour of the show, all your Giants uh, lineup. But the Roberto is in Arizona. He was actually at the last two games that the Dodgers won against the Diamondbacks. Yeah, so he's a that. good luck charm. Yeah, he's been traveling. And I, I do, I think he's going to the Astros games, right? I think he'll, uh, I think Roberto said that he's yes. going to be at the, uh, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, they said, we had send, batteries in pocket. Yeah, yeah that's a good idea. Send, <laughs> send that lunatic, send that lunatic into a game against the Astros, see what happens, man. You, you don't, you don't want to piss Roberto off, all right? He's a violent guy, uh, and the Astros are in town, and Dodger fans still can't let it go. So, so this is going to be a bad, bad situation all the way around. It's not why they lost, uh, but I'll take it anyways. What what was what was fun for me is baseball had like two days of intense trading action. It was kind of yeah. nice it was for awesome. a couple of days to be like to, as, oh, you're a Cubs guy, right? I'm sorry for that. That feels that's that's tough to tough to see. But I mean, the the Yankees went for it, right? The Dodgers went for it. Um, the White Sox made some tra- White Sox made some trades. The A's and the Giants, like teams that are in the hunt. Um, 
went all in on approving this. I don't think we've seen a trade deadline ever like this. Yeah, uh, John Paul Morosi was saying it was the best trade deadline he can ever remember. Like, And he's been covering the sport for a long time. He said, I don't remember one like this. Because, look, you had – I mean, how many all-stars got traded? How many future like – potential? Like, yeah, <laughs> p- potential Hall of Famers got traded. Like, there were big names that got dealt, uh, and a lot of teams uh, pretty much remade their rosters, uh, you know, in, in, in the, with the flip of a switch over the last, uh, you know, three, four days in Major League Baseball. Uh, it is Outkick the Coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. Jeff Schwartz, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Coming up next, um, if you want to hear one of the most revolting food items that that I would encourage you not to look into during the football season, this is the one for you. Jeff Schwartz has got the details, and we'll have it for you next here on Outkick the Coverage on Fox Sports Radio. This this is Outkick the Coverage. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their goodyear test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be I'll kick the coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, Jeff Schwartz with you here on FSR. Uh, coming up here in a little over 10 minutes from now, top of next hour, there is a head coach in the NFL, and he is pissed off at his players. Uh, we will get into all of that here for you coming up a little over 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, by the way, uh, Jeff Schwartz was out and about this weekend, and just for uh, so, so that you are aware of a conversation that we had, uh, LeVar and I were talking 
talking about uh, last week here on OutKick, LeVar Arrington and I, just about best game day food. All right, so you're watching football, you're hanging out. Yeah. What's, your, what's your go-to? And, and you know, a lot of the wings, things like that, like people were throwing out. Like him and I both agreed wings are the go-to. Like, like be, yeah. beer and wings, even if you're not a beer, drink, or a beer drinker, you know, soda and wings, whatever you want to do it with, wings feels like a go-to. It definitely is a go-to because it's you want anything you can eat with your hands, right? And you want it to not weigh you down, in my opinion. So anything with a lot of carbs is going to – like a pizza like pizza is great. You get pizza anytime you want, but it kind of weighs your stomach down, especially if you're drinking heavily, right? Like Agreed. wings don't really do that. And I think wings for me um, are, are probably the go-to. Again, very easy to eat, very delicious. Now, how do you like them prepared is, is the question, right? I mean, the d- different ways. I, I'm not a big fan of – Grilled wings, like I kind of, I kind of eat mine a little bit fried, even if they're even if they're naked. Um, so definitely, definitely wings. I would, I, I no argument there. Yeah, and and so look, we were just having bouncing around some ideas and talking about. All right, so what do you like? What do you, and then all of a sudden, you decide uh, to post, uh, and this was video that you posted. I, no, I, was, I think that it, it was a it was a picture. I was at a Cascade uh, concert at the Wet Republic, which is you know Jeff Schwartz. Uh, at, at that such an event, it would be very rare to see. But my wife enjoys uh, the the dance music, and you know, I had a good time as well. Um, and you know, you have to spend a certain amount of money if you have a nice seat. Uh, we we spent our money, and we were eight dollars over. I was pretty proud of us. We spent exactly what we had to spend. But some people have ten thousand dollars, fifteen thousand uh, dollars. I did not spend that much money. Um, and you have to reach your minimum. You have to spend your money. And when you have a lot of people, you have to order a lot of food. And lo and behold, the tender tot yacht they serve in the White Republic. It is a boat, a literal boat of food, tenders and tater tots for the, the price of $1,700. And, uh, uh, unbelievable. And it was a disgusting display of food in one serving apparatus. And it was a lot of food. Uh, and a lot of money. It's just gross, man. I saw it and and I got sick to my stomach. It probably like, feeds like ten people, though. Yeah, no, but oh, that's fine. It can feed it can feed three hundred people. I, that, that's the size is not the issue. The size of the boat. It's it's the food items in the boat. First of all, there's no food that's worse when it's cold than tater tots. Literally sure. nothing worse on planet I, Earth. I, I, that's a good observation and a very stupid one. I'm with you. I, I hadn't thought about that, but. It's way worse than a cold fry. Yeah, because it, it like leaves this coat in your mouth. Like if you have if you have a cold tater tot, there's like this coat in your mouth, like this dry, like weird, almost like you know somebody you know you fell asleep and your buddy just you know emptied his chapstick in your mouth. Like like there's like this this weird <laughs> just this weird texture in your mouth after you eat a cold uh, tater tot, and then chicken fingers. Look, they they go from really really hot when they first come out of the oven. And all of a sudden, they're cold. Like there is no, there's no middle ground. They just go from really hot to really cold. They're not. There's no warm. They just skip that step and go to bad. And so it feels like unless you're eating those things right out of the oven, right when they bring that boat out to the pool, you're screwed, man. That's a waste of money. The tenders, and we ordered a plate of chicken tenders and fries. It was like twenty five dollars. So it wasn't that bad, I guess. Um, they were actually very good. The food there was delicious. Uh, I mean, if you're spending you know eighty seven dollars on a on a cheese pizza, it better be good. Um, so I will give them credit. The food was good, but to your point, that has to be eaten immediately, 100%. like within five minutes of showing up, and that's a lot of food to consume. Uh, but I, Tendi Tot Yacht, I love the name though. Yeah, it's a great name. Uh, Seventeen hundred dollars though, I'm out. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, not not not, not interested. I'm not, I'm not paying those prices. Uh, but Vegas, man, one of the most underreported stories: great food in Vegas. They always have great food in Vegas. Uh, it's Jeff Schwartz. It's Jonas Knox. Outkick the coverage. More out of the NFL next. This is Outkick the coverage. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Right now, it is a busy week in the NBA, and for that, we turn to Chris Mannix, Sports Illustrated NBA insider here on a Monday morning. Chris, Jonas, and Jeff, how are you? What's going on, guys? Uh, Not much. We were hanging out just anticipating what this week is going to look like with free agency and some of the movement around the NBA. I I wanted to start with uh, just the big move that took place last week before the draft, and that was the Russell Westbrook trade. Why do you think this was the move the Lakers targeted this offseason, especially so early on, to try and get done to improve the roster? Well, I mean, the the Lakers clearly believe that star power is important, that you need to have maybe insurance is the right word in case one of their stars gets injured in the playoffs, be able to kind of muddle through um, and give yourself a shot, even if you have two of them. Uh, it, it, it's certainly open for debate whether that you know theory is sound. Um, there are a lot of people I've talked to. In fact, the overwhelming number of people that I've talked to that believe that the pursuit of Buddy Heald made a lot more sense. You know, Heald, the near forty percent three point shooter, that even though he's never been on a winner, as as one assistant coach noted to me, said, when was the last time? a shooter didn't thrive opposite LeBron James. I mean, LeBron really extended the career of Kyle Korver by you know playing with him in Cleveland. So I get the feeling he would have played well uh, with that team. You know, as it stands, this Laker team, you know, the next few days they've got to find shooting. Um, they're limited what they can do spending-wise in terms of their exception. They can get creative maybe with signing trades and, and some other maneuvering, but they've got to find – you know, probably two shooters out there to balance out this roster, or else teams gonna have a field day on them defensively. I was gonna ask you about those those shooters. Where where are Lakers turn for those guys? I think if they can land one or two of them, then you have to feel pretty good if you're a Laker fan of, of getting back to the finals. Well, yeah, but yeah, you know, if if I could land a supermodel, that'd be great too. But it's like there's no <laughs> there, there's there, there just isn't a, yeah there's a, a there's a premium for shooters right now. Um, you know, Duncan Robinson, people are expecting him back in Miami on a big deal. Um, the lesser-known guys, Danny Green, is certainly out there and available. Um, you know, the Lakers also have the problem, by the way, of their own free agents. I mean, Alex Caruso and Taylor Horton Tucker are free agents, and teams are going to make a play for them pretty quickly, I think. You'll, you'll, I think you'll see, um, in the case of Caruso, maybe a quick offer placed on the table by somebody uh, in the uh, early moments of – uh, of free agency, so that that's another problem the Lakers have. And yeah, I mean, you can you can pursue a Doug McDermott, uh, although he's going to have suitors as well. Uh, they're just like everybody wants shooting. It's it's what every team's looking for, and and the Lakers are going to have to hope that you know the appeal of playing with LeBron, the appeal of Los Angeles, is enough to lure at least one guy on a lesser contract uh, because they want to chase a championship. Chris Mannix, Sports Illustrated NBA Insider, joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Jeff Schwartz, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Um, what do you think happens with Ben Simmons? I don't expect anything to happen anytime soon. Um, you know, talking to people in Philadelphia, they, they're of two minds. One is that they, they don't want to rush into, into something because, you know, Ben Simmons is an incredibly valuable commodity despite his, his struggles in the playoffs last year and and the last thing you want to do is sell low. And that's really been the attitude of the Sixers over the last couple of weeks. They have been you know, making these outlandish offers for Ben Simmons, hoping that somebody decides to bite. And you know, They've been criticized for it publicly, but I, I don't know why. I mean, it, it, all it takes is one team to, to say yes, and, and you look like a genius in that Sixers front office. So you know, I, I don't expect anything to happen anytime soon. I think the dust will settle on free agency before the Sixers kind of kick up uh, their plans to – to, to chase uh, a, a new suitor for Ben Simmons, unless something materializes very quickly, like with Toronto maybe with a Pascal Siakam type deal, but I'm not expecting that uh, that either. Um, the Sixers, though, I do think they want to get something done before the start of the season because you know, I think there's some trepidation maybe about bringing Simmons back and having the public distraction. I mean, it's, it's not going to be a secret by then that that they've been looking to move off him. Um, it would feel like an inevitability that they'd want to move off him. So I, I do feel like there's some motivation within Philadelphia to, to, to move Simmons before it becomes kind of a circus um, you know, in training camp.
I want to ask you about the, the player options. So Kawhi Leonard is going to opt out. Chris Paul most likely is going to opt out. And it, I'm an NFL guy. We don't we don't get player options. Why do, does ownership agree to allow players to walk so quickly in their in their new deals? I just don't understand how it makes sense from a team building standpoint to let these guys walk two years into a new deal. Well, I mean, they don't have a choice. You know, players say, "I want a player option. I'm not going to sign it," and owners. You know, typically not willing to risk losing a player, acquiesce to it. I mean, I'm not sure exactly when um, the new the new norm now is on a five year deal have the fourth year option, um, especially for the younger guys. And more and more players are signing you know one plus one type contracts to increase their flexibility. They're they're betting on themselves more and going for uh, the lesser guarantee in order to maintain some maneuverability. I mean, it's just the yeah, it's a byproduct of of the player empowerment era, and you know, I don't. Owners don't love it. Owners would like to have these guys locked in long term, but you know, quite frankly, the players' union is pretty strong. You know, and they and they've negotiated these 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 facets of the of the contract, and the owners just have no say about it. As long as players are willing to forego guaranteed money, um, you know, you're going to see a lot more shorter terms deals short term deals signed via free agency. Uh, Chris Mannix, uh, Sports Illustrated NBA insider, joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, Jeff Swartz with you here on FSR. Um, So the anticipation from everything that I've read, Chris, uh, and tell me if I'm wrong, is that Kawhi is going to probably re-up with the Clippers and that Chris Paul is probably going to re-up with the Sun. Is is, is that sort of the prevailing wisdom from a lot of people watching these two? Well, yeah, with Kawhi, nobody's really making a play for him at this point. there's there's obviously a method to his madness of op- opting out of that contract. You know, Kawhi's probably going to miss all of next season with an ACL injury, uh, or at least most of it. And yeah, I think whatever kind of deal gets done with the Clippers, I mean, there, there could be some interesting numbers there in terms of years. I mean, Kawhi has tried to maintain some flexibility, uh, so if he signed like a two plus one kind of contract, I, I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, you know, Chris Paul is is interesting. I mean, there's there's an expectation. And I was talking to people uh, within teams that are planning to pursue Chris Paul. There's less and less optimism he's really going to be available. But Robert Sarver, the owner of the Suns, had these comments last week that that were just insane, like where he's he's basically leaving the door open for Chris Paul to decide to walk. And there's there's always a part of me and there's a part of people around the league that wonder if Robert Sarver is going to screw this up, you know, by – you know, coming in with a lower offer and, and not meeting Chris's financial demands. Of course, you want to be practical with it. You don't want to give him at the, the store. But, I mean, this is a guy that took your team to the finals that if you lose him, you take a massive step back. So I don't think they can afford to, to nickel and dime with Chris Paul on this new contract. And, and I don't think they will. I mean, I get the sense there's a three-year deal coming for Chris Paul with Phoenix, but if that if that door is open just a crack, believe me, the teams like the Knicks and others are going to try to to power through it. Uh, who are a couple of the names to watch that could be signing elsewhere that are going to leave their current teams and, and sign somewhere else? Well, the biggest of names I, I'm not anticipating going anywhere, and that's you know obviously Chris Paul, Kawhi Leonard, and, and, and clearly this free agent market was diluted you know with some of the extensions that were signed, namely by yeah. Giannis and others. Uh, in the off season, there's more like uh, you know, I, I keep my eye more on the, some of the difference makers. I mean, Kyle Lowry is, is the biggest one that's out there. I mean, you know, ESPN reported last night, and they had it right that that Miami is preparing to make a, a, a sizable sign and trade offer with Toronto to uh, to make a deal for Kyle Lowry. There's motivation within Lowry's camp uh, to get a deal done with Miami. He's close friends with Jimmy Butler, and and that's a situation I think. That really works for Kyle Lowry. Um, so if that can, if that can come together via sign and trade, that's up, excuse me, that's something that I think will 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 happen. And there's a domino effect after that. I mean, you you have Dallas kind of looking around with as much as 36 million, I think, in cap space, wondering what what they do with it. Do they spend it on Tim Hardaway Jr.? Do they try to pry Mike Conley loose from Utah? Though I get strong indication that Mike Conley is is going to be back uh, with the Jazz. They just moved Derek Favors to relieve some of their luxury tax burden if they re-sign uh, Mike Conley. That's another team that can't afford to lose a player of that caliber. Maybe the most significant guy that that will be on the move is DeMar DeRozan. Um, you know, DeRozan 
Yeah, he, he was on a podcast about a week and a half ago where he said um, you know, basically prioritize winning over, over anything else. And I think there are going to be teams that test that, that statement and say, look, we can't offer you the kind of money that another team could offer you, but we'll give you a chance to win. And DeRozan's from you know Compton, California. Both the Lakers and the, the Clippers are going to go after him. You know, Miami, before this Kyle Lowry stuff materialized, I thought they'd be a strong suitor for him. Uh, but there'll be teams out there saying, look, we, we've got a shorter contract for you, smaller contract, but you, you can plug and play in our system and, and we'll give you – and you'll have your chance to win. And I know you haven't had that in a while now. So he, he, to me, is the most interesting guy because for all his flaws, he's still a pretty consistent 20-point-per-game scorer that, that I think would be a real asset to a contending team. Do you see Dame Lillard getting moved out of Portland? I saw that the latest rumor had him uh, go into the Knicks, which every – it just never seems to happen in New York. No, you know the Blazers are operating like like they're going to try to build around Lillard. They're pretty limited what they can do. They have to find a way to re-sign Norman Powell and and a couple of their internal things as well. But they're going to try to upgrade the roster somehow. The question is going to be: Do they do they upgrade via trade for CJ McCollum? And and McCollum is their best asset without question. A, a very good all-star caliber player who is on a long-term contract. Uh, the question will be, what can they get for him? Um, you know, can they flip him to Toronto for Siakam? Is there something in Philadelphia besides Ben Simmons that, that makes sense uh, for them? Maybe it is Simmons in Philadelphia, though I think the Sixers would, would want a lot more than just C.J. McCollum in, in that type of deal. Um, that, that's the only thing to watch with Portland. Do they move McCollum? How do they get better? But at this point, the – the, the mindset within the Blazers is to bring back Damian Lillard and see if they can get off to a strong start next season. Uh, Chris Mannix, it's a busy week for you. We appreciate a few minutes of your time. Sports Illustrated NBA Insider. Get him on Twitter, at SI Chris Mannix. Follow along. Uh, lots of news and notes from the NBA this week. Chris, thanks so much, man. We'll do it again soon. You got it, guys. All right, so coming up next, we are going to have some awards handed out, but it's awards for a group that doesn't get nearly as much love in the NFL as they deserve. We'll get that to to you next year. For all the latest, though, from around the world of sports, it's Eddie Garcia. All right, thanks, Jonas. We'll start with the Olympics in Tokyo. Right now, the U.S. baseball team is in action against Japan. They're tied at 3-3 in the fourth inning in this quarterfinal match. It is a double elimination tournament. Earlier today, the U.S. women's soccer team lost to Canada 1-0 in their semifinal match, so they will not get a chance at gold. They will play for the bronze for Canada. It's their first win over the U.S. in women's soccer in 20 years. At the uh, gymnastics competition, American Jade Carey won gold in the floor exercise. Meanwhile, Simone Biles announced she will compete in the individual competition on the balance beam tomorrow. And finally, the uh, women's soccer, or excuse me, the women's basketball team for the U.S. beat France 93-82 to run their Olympic winning streak to 52 games in a row and that wrapped up preliminary round play for them they're now on into the medal round in baseball games to note we had the rays beating the red sox three to two tampa bay sweeping that three-game series from boston and the rays now lead the red sox by a game and a half atop the al east it was the giants beating the astros five to three chris bryant a home run in his san francisco debut the dodgers had no trouble with the Diamondbacks posting a 13-0 win. Mookie Betts off the injured list for L.A. Hit a home run playing second base. San Francisco stole a three-game lead on L.A. in the NL West. Mets fall to the Reds 7-1. Phillies clobber the Pirates 15-4. Philadelphia's three and a half back of New York in the NL East. White Sox leaders in the AL Central beat the Indians 2-1. And the Brewers on top in the NL Central beat the Braves 2-1. Now back to Jeff, uh, make that to Jonas Knox and Jeff Schwartz. In the Alcott Covered Studios. You can call us whatever you want, Eddie. I don't care. You know me. I don't care. Uh, it's all good here. By the way, Eddie, how tired are you of the Simone Biles story in the updates? You sound you sound exhausted, totally fatigued by Simone Biles and all the drama that surrounds it. Uh, well, thank you for telling me I sound tired. No, I'm just saying. Uh, I'm not saying you sound tired. I'm saying you sound just worn out by that whole story. Like you're just you're just uh, annoyed with the fact that we've got to continue to report on which 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 event she's decided she wants to partake in. No, I mean, look, I, it's it is um, enjoyable to have things to talk about that are live that are going on in the in the overnight. It doesn't happen very often, so I like the change of pace <laughs> of that. And uh, you know, that news came down a couple hours ago, so it's fresh to some people. So no, I'm fine with that. Okay. Whatever. Just making sure. All right. Sorry, Eddie. I'm just, you know, I just want so to do did a... So the, uh, the twisty thing went away? What do you mean? 
Well, she, if she's competing again, does that does that mean that you know, she showed the videos of the twisties right on her Instagram? So I saw that she's having trouble like practicing because the. So is it did that go away? Is my question? No, I have no idea. I haven't seen. I, the, I, I'm so confused by that whole story. Like I, I don't, I don't understand what's really going on. <laughs> it's basically Chuck. It's like a Chuck Chuck Knoblock type thing. Like you just can't. Like your brain doesn't allow you yeah. for whatever reason. And so I'm just curious. I haven't seen any updates if, she, if like that would just went away. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, it is like uh, um, what was it? John Lester couldn't throw to first. Yes. you know, for a while, like he couldn't uh, just for whatever reason. That was uh, and and who was the who the Cardinals pitcher? My God, I, I'm forgetting. Rick Inkeel. Yeah, Ankeel. Rick Inkeel. Remember that when he that in the playoff game? I think it was where he couldn't. You remember that Eddie? He couldn't throw the ball to 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 home plate. He just kept airmailing it over he the. Became catcher. an outfielder. He just yeah. left. He just stopped pitching. Yeah, that was uh, I God. I still remember that. That was crazy. How about how about um, this? You'll like this. Do you remember Mackie Sasser? He was a catcher for the Mets, and he couldn't throw the ball back to the pitcher. Oh, I heard about that. Rube Baker. I get it. Yeah, I heard about that. That was uh, man. This is, well, look. I mean, you know, it happens. Look, um, you know, I can't. Uh, I remember trying to rollerblade. Wasn't happening. <laughs> well, I'm just saying it now. I don't know if it's because I, I, I had you know some sort of a mental uh, issue, but I just could not uh, for whatever reason. I could only go. Um, in right circles, I couldn't go in left circles, and I couldn't go in a straight line. I have no idea why. It just, for whatever reason, my body just and my, and my brain couldn't put the two and two together, and it just, I had an issue. So there was that. Uh, all right. It is uh, Outkick the Coverage here, Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, Jeff Schwartz with you here on FSR. Coming up next, we are going to hand out some awards to some people that don't get nearly the love that they deserve in the NFL, and we're going to do it for, ne- for you next here. It's Outkick the Coverage, Fox Sports Radio. This, this is Outkick the Coverage. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer 
installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'll kick the coverage here. Fox Sports Radio, Jeff Schwartz, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Coming up in, we'll call it less than 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, We are going to have the scraps. Things in the world of sports we have not had a chance to get to, so uh, they'll be yours uh, here again uh, less than 10 minutes from now. Uh, This uh, USA-Japan baseball game is pretty damn good. I mean, a bunch of lead changes. Uh, The U.S. is up 6-5 in the sixth inning right now. Uh, It is a lot Live action, as Eddie Garcia pointed out, we don't often get live sporting events at this time. So, uh, uh, really enjoying this stuff. Don't often. We mean never. Like the, 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 besides the Olympics that are eighteen hours away, what what other times I is mean, there live sporting events? Excuse you. You're going to dismiss the Australian Open. All right, we're just going to we're just going to ignore the Australian Open. What about uh, the you know the Open Championship uh, in golf? We, you know, that was going on. The British on Open, the correct? I, the yeah. Open Championship. They, the 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 rebranding has not been lost on me. Uh, listen, I I can't stand it i want to call it the british open uh but if i if you know if i called the open championship i got a bunch of golf nerds uh who start harassing me you know that, so you know this is the stuff you things i'm not with. worried about in life golf nerds harassing me on social media yeah well look i mean uh you know you never know you never know you you you, you know turn one corner and next thing you know some guy's there uh with a nine iron ready to do some work and and <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm not looking to get uh, my veneers knocked out because some guy's swinging a club in my face uh but Fair enough. that being said uh, we were talking about the Carson Wentz situation, uh, the injury. He's going to rest uh, and and uh, rehab it for about a week or so, and then they're going to see about maybe surgery. Um, you're a betting man. You betting on surgery for Carson Wentz at some point? I, I would. I mean, if yeah. you hear something, something pop on your foot. Um, and, look, you went to see uh, Robert um, Anderson, right, um, the uh, the foot doctor in Green yes. Bay. Yeah. Um, and you know you don't really go to see him when things are good. <laughs> like I, I saw him when I dislocated my toe. You know, he's like, "Yeah, it's just it's not good. You know, you're out for a while." Um, I just I just I don't expect him to come back anytime soon. If he does, remember, if he does, he's going to be limited in his mobility, which is part of his game. He's going to be thinking about his foot quite often as he's worried about. Will he injure it again? Um, nothing about this, I think, will end well. If I think he needs to get an operation so he can play this season. Because, again, if he plays hobbled or he's not able to participate in training camp very much, then this year's ruined for them. If he can get a surgery and come back at some point, maybe they can salvage a good season for much. Do we expect him to play well? Hobbled? I do not. No, no, I, I, I don't either. His mobility, his playmaking ability, was always one of his strengths. That was always one of the the conversations about him. Um, his size and, and ability to make plays on the run. And it, it's funny because now, and you asked the question earlier. All right, so where do you turn to next? So what's what's the plan? Do you need to make a move? You've got Jacob Ease in there. You traded for uh, Brett Hundley. Um, you know Philip Rivers. Um, by the way, Philip Rivers. That's how you retire. All right, don't pull a Drew Brees make everybody wait around uh, because you want to make sure you got all the attention and you can do it midweek at, at some point so you can get all the headlines. Philip Rivers didn't need an entire week or month to wait around. He just, you know, a couple of days later, I'm out. See you guys later. I'm going to coach high school football. And you've never heard from him since. So that being said, no Philip Rivers coming back. One of the names that's being thrown out there is Nick Foles, who is no. currently who is currently the third quarterback. No. He's the third quarterback on the roster. His head coach in Chicago right now, Matt Nagy, talked about the interest in Nick Foles from many teams around the league. You're talking about a Super Bowl MVP and a guy that started a lot of games, and he's had a, a really interesting career in, in so many ways that I just think that uh, he deserves that. I mean, anybody that's had the career he has is somebody that's always going to be uh, for, for all teams. You know, as a third string guy, teams are going to look at guys like him. Could you imagine if Carson Wentz has to deal with Nick Foles coming in to save the day yet again in his career? 
I mean, what a miserable existence. I, the, the Nick <laughs> Foles thing is just so fascinating to me because <laughs> he had, look, he was out of his mind in the NFC Championship game in the Super Bowl. But he's had one good game, I think, since then. <laughs> and that was 2017 now, guys. He has not been a good quarterback for four seasons. And yet somehow he got paid multiple times. Good for him, of course. Um, and people still turn to Nick Foles like he's he's the guy. He won the Super Bowl four years ago. Oh my god, he is not the answer. Not <laughs> yeah, at all. But, yeah, but I mean, the irony of that would be really funny. Oh and, my god, and, it, just hilarious. And it, we could, I mean, I think if we're rooting for something to talk about, that would be it. But look, the answers are two. There's two answers. One is Marcus Mariota. Um, and look, I had someone tell me yesterday, and, and I, I didn't really put much thought into this, Marcus Mariota might just be better than Carson Wentz in general. Oh, no. I, th- I think that's valid. I think there's a conversation um, we have there. And he has one year left on his deal. And then the other one is Jimmy G. Yes. Who I looked up his contract this morning to make sure I was right. They can get out after the season uh, with this deal. So that makes sense, right? They, or, you know, get out of his deal without much of a cap hit, which is the goal. But I don't know if Jimmy G is the answer for them. A lot depends on Trey Lance, who the Niners drafted. Supposedly, Trey Lance and Justin Fields, I mentioned earlier in the show, the Bears quarterback are doing very well. And I expect both those guys to play sooner or later. So maybe Jimmy G is available. But what they're going to do is try to get Carson Wentz back. He's going to hobble through the preseason. And they have to figure out what they want to do with that quarterback. Because Jake, uh, uh, Jacob Eason and Sam Ellinger aren't doing it for them. So I think, I think Mariota, to me, feels like the best option for them if they want a quarterback now who can play. I mean, listen, so so Jacob Eason, uh, we mentioned uh, uh, Jake Browning earlier in the show. Uh, so you just don't have a lot of confidence in these Washington quarterbacks, do you? Like, is this is this a Pac-12 thing? Is this a uh, I mean, I, I have... very much just like Washington, but I, I do not think it is a Pac-12 thing. I just, okay. I, guys, backup quarterback, it's thing about Nick Foles, too, is what he did is so unique because – um, you know, because you know, it's just we don't see that from backup quarterbacks very often, and most franchise quarterbacks in the NFL are drafted in really the first round. I mean, you might find some in the middle of the second round. We saw Derek Carr and we saw Drew Brees top of the second round, but a lot of these guys are the best quarterbacks are drafted in the first round, and so it's hard to convince me that a fifth round draft pick is all of a sudden going to be the franchise quarterback when it's very rare that happens. You know, Tom Brady is his own outlier, right? You have to stop talking about that. Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott, those are outliers, guys. Um, it's very rare to, to see that as an avenue for a franchise quarterback. Yeah, it's uh, it, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out uh, because uh, Indianapolis has got some decisions to make uh, over the next uh, week to two weeks when it comes to their quarterback situation. Uh, he's Jeff Schwartz. I'm Jonas Knox. It's Outkick the Coverage here, Fox Sports Radio. Right now, it is time to get into something we do every single day at this time. Pay our respects to some stories we missed with a little something we do called this. You moron! How could you not get to these stories? You moron! These are the scraps. And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, Danny G, to find out what the hell we have missed so far. D? All right, fellas. This is like the soccer version of Aaron Rodgers versus the front office. Harry Kane has failed to report to Tottenham Hotspur for preseason training. Oh, my Lord. This Monday uh, this Monday morning, he's missing in action. Kane, who's 28, was due at Hotspur Way for COVID-19 testing and routine blood work after England's run to the final of Euro 2020. But Kane chose not to attend a move that people say represents the standoff between the striker and Spurs chairman Daniel Levy. Kane had previously expressed his desire to leave the club this summer. All right, Jeff, go ahead and take this one. I know you're it would not guy. happen yeah, go ahead, to Jeff. Ted Lasso's Richmond team. This would not happen. <laughs> go, ahead. go ahead, Jeff. I'll let you break down uh, this soccer story. Go ahead. You got it. I thought Harry Kane played soccer. I mean, played uh, played hockey. So I, that's just the first. I just I thought it was a hockey story. Yeah, it, it's Patrick Kane's alias. There that's we go. A, that, yeah, that's oh, and and well, I mean, really, the, the news is that other one is it the last name Kane that is oh Vander Kane. Yes. Yeah, yes. He's gambling away his fortune in Vegas. Um, so, yeah, this is, wow, this is upsetting to hear this soccer news so early this morning. I'm not surprised you brought it back around to gambling. Of course. Right, that, uh, that other story is pretty big, man, if it's true. Jeez. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm calling BS on that story, by the way. I am, too. Uh, I think his yeah. wife just doesn't know what he that he's, what he's, what he's, my wife has no idea about my gambling habits. Yeah. 
uh, until she heard you in the other room right now. <laughs> All right, uh, Cleveland Browns wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. reportedly has spent nearly $2 million for natural porcelain veneers encrusted with diamonds as part of a full mouth reconstruction to replace 28 teeth. We heard about Jonas's veneers earlier on the show, but uh, TMZ Sports is reporting that uh, Beckham enlisted celebrity dentist Dr. Thomas Connolly, who previously has worked for musicians Post Malone and Chris Brown. Uh, 13 carat diamonds, $1.8 million. First of all, just a little, little piece of advice. If you don't have to get veneers... Don't get them. All right, I can't. I can't bite into an apple anymore. That's gone. Uh, I can't, you know, use my front teeth to bite a carrot. That's gone. Uh, God forbid I try and chew on an ice cube. Uh, that's not happening anymore. If you don't have to get them, don't get them. What? What? Do, she's paying two million dollars for gold veneers. Jesus. Oh, I forgot he... to mention the work features an iced out cross on his fang and oh, several God. back teeth infused with gems. This sounds like a joke. Like, are you? Is this a real story? Yeah, I look at the pictures. Um, it's, it's real? Paul Wall, baby. Oh, my I, God. I, 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 uh... Come on, I Jeff. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I wish I had things to say. I don't know. What do you want me to say? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I, I like, and the funny part is, I like. I'm a big Odell defender. I mean, play with him in New York, and I think that that he's, um, like, I, I I think his his image is not really who he is in the locker room. He's a great locker room guy. I, I, I just I don't have this much money. I can't spend this much money on something like this. So I more power to him, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't. Uh, this that's very bizarre, man. Uh, I I don't like like, like I understand people want to like. What was the uh, what was the dumbest purchase you ever made with an NFL check, Jeff? I mean, I spent a, a hundred. I spent seventeen hundred dollars on a on a Tendi Todd boat. I don't know. Yeah, no. well, I know that, but that was with no, your radio was, money, and obviously, that, you know, radio money yeah, is much more it, significant than uh, than football money. So. I mean, I've wasted money on not like this, not like this. I don't know. Um, Some something you look back on and go, eh, I probably could have done without that. I mean, maybe some of the bags about my wife. I guess maybe. What I could have done without. She's not, she won't be listening to the show. Um, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like I don't. I never. I've never had like a really terrible like money wasting. I've wasted money. I mean, I watched my wife play slots and lose $100 in like two minutes the other day. I thought that was pretty wasteful. That's depressing. I lost $500 yesterday at the craps table. I mean, just that sucks. I'm thinking about this. People go to Vegas knowing they're going to lose money. I mean, yes. we take, like we, go, we take vacation. We spend money on a vacation to then spend more money on vacation and lose more money on vacation just yeah. to go to Vegas. It's an incredible racket. Yeah, it's and when the, the, as you get older, you you no longer have your hopes up as to oh well, you know maybe I'll come home with this because oh, I remember when you're younger you go to Vegas and the thought is I'm gonna right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring three four hundred bucks uh, and I'm gonna turn that into five hundred uh, at least and then uh, you know if if I break even that's cool but I'm definitely gonna come out of here uh, and not having to pay for a drink and next thing you know you're at the ATM twice in the first six hours <laughs> like because you you lost your ass and then you when you get older you go. Oh, yeah, so I'm never going to come out on top here. It's never going to happen. So you just come to terms with the reality that you're going to blow your money when you get out there. 100%. I just bring a certain amount of cash, and that's it. And you know you're going to yep. lose. Um, but, Odell, more power to you, buddy. Um, I, I don't have this money to do this. Uh, even though I think I would look good with a diamond-encrusted tooth somewhere in my mouth. But I just, I'm not going to afford that. Maybe you would rather blow millions of dollars on a trading card. This final story, a 2017 rookie card Signed by Patrick Mahomes, sold for $4.3 million, Good the God. highest price ever paid for an NFL card. The 2017 National Treasures NFL Good Shield God. Patrick Mahomes rookie card, which was autographed by him, fetched the record amount in a private sale by PWCC Marketplace. The price paid by LJ's card shop beat the previous record of $3.1 million, which was paid for a Tom Brady rookie card in March. I mean... Come on, man. What, what are you going to do with that? Like, what's well, the point? So, I, I, you know, I've made some money in my career, and I, I'm not at the point where I can just waste money like that. But I feel like sometimes these, you know, these millionaires, billionaires, 
They just have to spend money somehow. This is the way they do it. They just yes. buy cards of Pat Mahomes. Right. I saw Pat Mahomes tweet about this too. Like, I don't know that world, man. I, I, I but I, I feel like I, I was at the crap table this weekend. I know I keep going back to Vegas. There was a guy who um, he had two hundred and twenty-five ish thousand in chips um, at the table, and then he made it. He, I tripled my money watching him throw. I eventually lost it all, but um, you know, I, he when he he threw he rolled for twenty two minutes, and he made I tripled my money. Showed up with five hundred left for fifteen hundred. He probably had five hundred thousand dollars. He yes. doesn't worry about money. He, he's probably the person who's spending this money on Pat Mahomes trading cards. Like for him, this was just like another day at the park. They had to bring out. They had to slow. They had to stop everything. And bring out twenty five thousand dollar chips because he had taken all the thousand dollar chips from from the casino. Like there was no thousand dollar chips at the craps table anymore. They need to trade them back in, in. for twenty five thousand dollar chips. God, could you imagine having that kind of money? What a world, and he just was man. no. It was him and his yeah. girl, man. He was he was dressed well. She was dressed well. He just was living the dream, man. Like just yeah. no worries. Like that. That's the guy that, that buys the Pat Mahomes card. I I, I was upset because I was I was down fifteen dollars at one point. Like it, it's just a different life. I'm betting it was a. By the way, Jonas, it was a fifteen dollar table. <laughs> I was betting fifteen dollars on yeah. the pass line. My man was betting. He was in the minute, and the maximum was five thousand dollars a bet. He was way above that. They, they must have let him do it, obviously. I um, mean. But my man was over there. I'm betting fifteen dollars. He's betting five grand on the pass line. Like he's he's the guy buying the Pat Mahomes trading card. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's the move, man. You got that kind of money. You got to blow it on something. May as well be a Mahomes uh, trading card. That's how this works. Uh, it is out. Keep the coverage here. Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, Jeff Schwartz with you here on FSR. Uh, up next, uh, the hate is already starting to pour in. Uh, there's a fan base. They are not pleased. They are bothered by something that was said on this show. You will hear the latest on that coming up next here. It's out. Kick the coverage. Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch strata coaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com.